Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly podcast that we put out on Tuesdays where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Be advised there is explicit content at times. Visit us at hangingwithapes.com. That's our website. When you get there, you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes and follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes because Audio Apes is our music page. In today's episode, we're going to go over Monique and her call to boycott Netflix. We're going to go over the government shutdown and we're going to go over this uh, Instagram tit for tat between these two Hispanic females that I think you guys are going to find very interesting. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be kind of crazy because a lot of this show is gonna involve race because race seems to be such a big thing right now. Like, well, it right now. Like, I mean, for the history of the world, it's been a big thing. Yeah. Racism. Why why aren't we able to get past it? I mean, obviously, race is is something that will always exist. People of different races different creeds, different backgrounds. But how come we're not evolving past this? How come we're not evolving past the point of of skin color and 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 stuff yeah. like that? Like I I don't know, I don't get it. We're lost, lost in the world. No, I think it has to do a lot with uh politicians and their bread and butter and I mean, if you look at certain politicians, they'll they'll sell you, you know, They'll sell you a dream, I guess, you know, and and it is easy to to blame something or to use an issue that doesn't really uh, doesn't really have a definitive answer in the sense that that like you could just say it and like when you well where do you find it? Well, it's there, it's there, you know what I'm saying? And like they they kind of use um they use people's feelings to an extent. And I remember you uh you might have mentioned it in a podcast way earlier. Um, the Bernie Sanders fan base. Uh, there was an article that you had shown me of this writer who was talking about how, how, uh, like the jealous types. Yeah, the, yeah, they're envious. Yeah, they're envious. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah, not the jealous, the envious. Yeah, types. they're. It, it's like a. It was like a something that he discovered was a personality trait of of a Bernie Sanders supporter was a lot of envy. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean. Look at the examples. I mean, in everyday, you know, situations, I've I've seen people. I mean, we've seen people while going to like the Donald Trump protests and stuff like that, and and they'll have like the dumbest excuses, like you know, oh, I have a bachelor's in, you know, or or they'll say, well, I need my tuition paid, and and then when you find out that you know, well, why do you want your tuition paid? Well, what did you like? What did you go to school for? You know, like. Drama. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to be a little hard for you to to get a job there. And also, not to mention, you chose that, and you knew what you were getting yourself into, and that's just called choices. <laughs> and when you make a bad choice, you own it, or you own up to it. When you make a good choice, you own up to it. So that's just like common, right? Know. But that that's and that's a legit argument in terms of the choices people make, but. What do you say to people that say, well, race is not a choice? Well, the thing is this. When it comes to race, 
they it's it's kind of the same example when it comes to like the the whole school thing. They'll they'll use that to pretty much make people feel a certain way. So for example, um, Don Lemon is is huge when it comes to that. He always tries to and and it's kind of. It's it, it is kind of racist when he does it because there's been times when he's done it. I, I remember I don't know if you saw when he interviewed Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. and he always tries to like oh well you're black or oh well you're Latino. How do you feel about this immigration situation? Yeah, he, he's a he's definitely a race baiter. Yeah, he he's a big race baiter, and there's been countless of times where he's been he's been completely wrong about that person. Morgan Freeman was one of them, where he's like well what how do you feel about like people like you and me, you know, in this America. Do you feel like like you know we don't get the chances? And then Morgan Freeman was like, "No, like race is not a factor here. I'm look at me and look at you. Like we've made it to the top of our right. You're, you're, craft. You're having a conversation on cable TV on, yeah. on one of the bigger networks. And then and then in which you look at Don Lemon's face, and then he's like a little flabbergasted or very flabbergasted at the situation because he's like, "Oh shit, I thought this was gonna go somewhere else." Another one was a Latino comedian. I can't remember his name, but uh, he was big when I was little, when I was like in kindergarten. Um, And I remember he was talking about the immigration situation. He's, oh, well, uh, coming from you, how do you feel about, you know, well, immigrants, they they need an opportunity and this, this, and that. You know, again, race baiting with the whole Latino thing. And it's a Latino comedian. And then, well, he's like, well, you know, I'm not saying treat immigrants in a, in a bad way or anything, but we need to set our limits because what, what, what are we showing people when we're just letting people in and then like, it's okay, just stay here, you know? And then everyone, you're kind of setting the precedence, like, you know, this is what we do. You could just come here and, 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 and that's not right. We have to have our limits. And then Don Lemon right away. Well, the fact that you're an immigrant saying that, like, that's kind of, you know, you were an immigrant once, that's kind of a little shocking. Again, kind of racist or, or or at least race baiting because like you you just think that someone is going to use that well and that's how people get brainwashed really well you're and you're right race baiting to a degree is racist because yeah. for instance one of the topics that we you know decided to go over in this particular episode was that video that we saw on world star hip-hop of this one girl commenting on a post that this other girl had put up. Now, just like a little bit of backstory, this this one girl on Instagram, she's an she's a, a makeup artist, and she put up a post on Martin Luther King Day of different shades of skin on her face, and then like right below her neck area, like where a necklace would be, that says equal. So insinuating that everybody of different color skin is equal so now this other girl saw that post and decided to comment and and essentially said that she thought that this girl was wrong for putting out something like that and essentially saying that she doesn't she doesn't um understand the experience that people of different colors go through because she's a a lighter skinned hispanic woman intersectionality at its finest yeah absolutely (laughs) but what's crazy about that is the one that commented on her like we said we did you know we did a little bit of a psychological profile on both of these women the one that had you know what would be considered to be the positive message she's an artist 
you know, she presents herself a lot, a lot more respectable. The other one's a stripper. So, I mean, that in itself sort of tells a whole backstory of the the different mindsets. You know, one more likely doesn't see herself as a victim and one very much clearly does see herself or people of color as victims. Yeah, yeah. And so that again kind of coincides with the whole the whole article that we had talked about previously the bernie sanders envious thing because envy it stems from from a lot of different areas and you know we we all kind of know that women tend to be a lot more envious of each other than men are when it when it comes to life you know in general Mm -hmm. and so to me she's trying to put out a message that the girl that that has the makeup on is some sort of a, a of a racist or doesn't understand the issue of race, but the one that came off as racist to me was the one knocking her because yeah. you're 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 talking about how oh you 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 want to say that all these skin colors are equal but you don't understand what people go through and this and that so essentially what you're saying is that they're not equal then right that's that's your stance that yeah. that her message is wrong and yeah. and what she's doing is not right. Because they're not equal. Oh, because you don't understand how they feel, and people people have different experiences, and this and that. Okay, but everybody, yeah. there's people that are the same color that have different experiences. Yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying. So, why is race still such a a factor? And I do believe, like you said, it is politicians, and it does definitely seem like it's a tactic of the left to to um, like you said continuously be the bread and butter because if you continue to create victims you in a sense continue to have a base yeah which sort of is a great segue into one of the other points that we wanted to talk about today which is the government shutdown because the government shutdown essentially was like a was like a a a high noon standoff between president trump and the republicans and the democrats and Essentially, what the Republicans were saying was, hey, reopen the government and then we'll talk about immigration. The Democrats are saying, we're not going to budge. We're not going for it. We're not reopening the government until we come to a concise decision on DACA and illegal immigration. Well, they didn't end up doing that. They ended up giving in last night at, at, at midnight. Makes no sense. Right. For three weeks, for three weeks, and then they're expected by February 8th to come up with the policy for for DACA and immigration, or or at at very least some portions of that issue. Yeah. So what happened is, what happened is, I don't know if you like, you kept up with the news today, but a lot of people that are like in support of DACA and are legal immigrants are horribly mad at the Democrats right now. Which a lot of a lot of analysts are saying that that's almost like political suicide in a midterm year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we got the elections coming up in November. The before and the after, because the before. See, see, the Democrats they weren't they weren't moving up. I would say, but they were at least you know competitive. And then once the government shutdown happened, they were coming out with polls, and like like the polls became way more even on the Republican side. So you were already so the government shut down and you're trying to do this filibuster thing. It didn't work, and then well you already did it. Might as well like get a precise like hey we gotta. Instead you're like fuck it three more weeks. So that's like terrible from the beginning. Terrible that you decided this. 
You fucked up bad. You know, I I feel like they don't <laughs> understand their opponent. Like it, it, it oh, kind of reminds yeah. me, uh, like in, in this podcast a few times, like I've compared, I've compared to Trump, I've compared President Trump to Batman, like in on several different occasions. Yeah. But in that this actual instance, I'm actually going to compare him to the Joker. It feels like they're dealing with a foe that they don't quite understand, because no, no. you know, like as as Democrats, that you don't deal with pressure well. That's why, no. like they're the they're the politicians of of the emotional people, the emotional, yeah. illogical people, because yeah. you don't deal with pressure well. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, you're going against this guy that he, he never cared. He never cared. And constantly shows that. And con- Exactly. And then, and then you're exactly. like... <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, he constantly shows that he doesn't care. Like, it's not like, like oh, well, he cares sometimes. On yeah. Tuesdays, he cares so we'll call yeah. him on Tuesday. No, like the guy shows that he doesn't care at all. He never cared. So so it's just so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me that like you think you're going to pressure this man into doing something yeah. when he doesn't give a fuck. Like he picks fights. Yeah. And, he and, picks fights. It's like, so, man, it's been kind of quiet. And so and so what's so what's so wild to me about their their methodology is so you're using the government and, and, and all the employees of the federal government as a pawn, really, yeah. like saying, oh, well, if you want these people to get paid, we're going to come to a, a decision. And he's like, well, you're the ones holding it up, so I'm going to put the blame on you. And right now, yeah. their message was, the, the, the vice president's message when he talked to the troops, President Trump's message was that... You people are putting illegal immigrants over American federal workers. And that's, boom, that's like, whoa. Yeah. How do you, you know, and then, and then, (laughs) like, like, what do you do? What do you say? And so now the pressure is building. And so now you got three weeks to come to something that, like, you've really had years to deal with. And the only thing I really see happening, like, with with the stance of the president is... You want to protect DACA? You you want to take care of these people? You're going to have to fund the wall. But if you fund the wall, if they vote to fund the wall, and <coughs> Trump becomes the president that like granted amnesty to these people, I was telling somebody this the other day, I think it's over for the Democrats. I, I, yeah. I don't think because, because then at that point, what do you have? You yeah. don't have taxes. You don't have employment because I don't know if you've seen the news recently yeah. since the civil rights movement, uh, uh, black unemployment is at a historic low. Yeah. You don't have foreign policy. You, you don't yeah. have business growth, small business growth, corporation growth. Yeah. And, and the and the so-and-so and the quote-unquote Nazi <laughs> you know what you have? fixed the immigration problem. You know what you have? You have Chinese bathrooms. That's what you have. <laughs> That's that's no like, like that's your talking point. Yeah, what that, else do you that's have? That's a very small percentage. Like what do you yeah. have? Yeah. And so I honestly I feel like on 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 the surface they're saying, "Oh yeah, we want to fix this. We want to we want to we want to uh, uh to 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 rectify this." Yeah. On the surface, but I think deep down I don't really think they do because I I think they need they need victims. They yeah. need victims. Yeah. And I don't think there, there, there are two victim movements right now because the Black Lives Matter thing seems like it's sort of fizzled out. Yeah, now and it's so, the Me Too movement. 
That's really the biggest thing. Right. So you have you have you have immigration and you have me too. And me too, I don't think you have enough women that yeah. are gonna ride with that. Because because the only women that I really see riding with me too are like single, lonely <laughs> women. Yeah. I mean yeah. think yeah. like, right. like, You're like you laugh, but like yeah. have correct. you seen anything else? No. No. Like, I haven't I haven't seen any other yeah. women like Women that that have good men in their lives, good sons, good husbands, good brothers, I don't I don't see them riding with me too. So I mean, and, and you would just, need to get all the women to have a chance, and and that's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah, that shit is. But you know what I call that? That's internalized misogyny. Like, oh, really? why would they even? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like like my wife, she don't she don't she's just, she's disgusted right now with this whole Golden Globe shit. Like, and it's it's kind of like what you're saying. Like women that have their shit straight and and and, and they're decent, they they don't give a shit about this. Like fuck that. Because I, I got my it, life. I'm, and I'm even, moving up. Not even so much that they don't care about it. They don't agree with it. Yeah. They don't agree with it because their experience with men is not that. Well, it's like the Bill Maher video you sent me earlier. Oh today. man, he got so busy on that yeah, video. He did. He did. That video was. So refreshing and so I mean that's why I always I don't mean to interrupt you yeah. I want you to finish your point but I I just got got to say this Bill Maher to me for the longest strikes me as a guy that like you know how you hear people say oh well I'm Republican but I have a lot of Democrat friends or I'm Democrat and I have Republican friends he's a Democrat that I feel I could be friends with yeah because even though like we've differ on on a lot of things like he's an atheist I'm not an atheist he keeps it real. He keeps it real. Like, he keeps, he keeps it, it very real. It's cool to disagree. I mean, all right. <laughs> we disagree. You're still a human. Like, when he said about the ISIS thing, he's like, he's like, because uh, he's comparing how people just, like, make everyone look like the devil. He's like, he's like, ISIS and, and uh, Mike Pence both hate, homose- both hate homosexuals. The difference is ISIS throws them out of buildings. Exactly. So Mike Pence is considerably a better person yeah. than those guys. And, and, and like people started laughing. I thought that shit was the most hilarious thing because that's what we are right now in politics. We're like everything and, and, and everyone, if you don't agree with them, they're the fucking worst person in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. Get the fuck back with that. Like, you can disagree and, 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 uh, and, and that's it. That's fine. You can't, you can't just, Yell, Nazi, racist, homophobe. That's all this fucking stupid ass um, gender politics, or not gender politics, identity politics. And this is the thing that kills me. You and I, we're, you know, we're not the most, you know, the, the youngest people in the world. But, like, we have here senators and congressmen who have been doing this for years. And it just shocks me at the level of stupidity. Because one thing that, you know, Donald Trump winning the presidency told should have told everyone was identity politics is dying. So if I sit there and I take this big ass L, because that's what Hillary couldn't, and really all of the Democrats did, they took the biggest fucking L that you could take. And um, I mean, the media took the biggest L. You don't double down on the same strategy. <laughs> so what's happening now is like, I thought it was going to be a quick death. Like, I thought it was like, all right, boom, we got, we got to reconstruct. And, you know, it was going to be a scary thing because, you know, they're going to switch it up. No, they have it. It's the same thing over and over again. And and it's like you're saying, it's, it's going to start to fizzle down. Cause oh, like, yeah, o- over, I think over a year later since the, the election, they're still in disbelief. Yeah. I don't think, and 
they they realize and and that's a that's a great point that you bring up because I, I wonder yeah. if the elites are banking on stupid and, and and what I mean by that is if you think about it if you think about it you think about all all these different these speeches at these protests and like like I, I seen this video on World Star today about Scarlett Johansson uh referencing James Franco and 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 the sexual alle- the sexual assault allegations and then I seen another video what she say about that oh just to, she didn't say his name but she pretty much was just referencing like the stuff that went on and and like knocking him essentially yeah and then after that a video popped up that I watched uh it was like an opinion piece from the Washington times or the washington post of um this uh this op-ed writer saying that oh we need to redefine the way that we look at sex because the nz's and zari thing even though he didn't criminally criminally do anything wrong, i saw that yeah it, it's still wrong and and how many how many times have women you know had their their pants unbuttoned while laying down with a guy and they really didn't want that and yada 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 and all of that all of, that uh, all of this, all of these, these, these images, these messages that are being put out, the identity politics and the, like, as you put it, like the doubling down of identity politics, it starts to make me wonder if they really are banking on people being that stupid. Yeah. And, and it kind of reminds me of, of, um, 1984, like the when it's like the the government takes over the government like rules everything. Yeah, this does really remind me. About and, and and the the message the message is like oh the the message is received and and obeyed because the people are stupid. But but so either either the elites have become that stupid, or they're banking on stupidity. No, which now now stupid. It is in a sense running amok. Like we and we've talked about that. Like culturally there's yeah. a there's a lot of like stupidity right now. You got there, motherfuckers eating tide. Yeah, you yeah, you got that. You there's there's a there's a we've talked about the drug problem, you know, the, the epidemic, the pills. Yeah. And then also like right now the foundation of relationships in society is not very strong. Like the 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 media a lot of imagery that's out there it has kind of destabilized friendships it has destabilized relationships it has destabilized things to the point where where women are are scared because they're either insecure to be in relationships or whatever the case so that 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 is happening but and, and like if if people are become enlightened yeah which is is very possible that message no longer resonates. So then, what do you? What else do you have? Because policy-wise, they have nothing. And, and you know what's scary about this shit? I wouldn't say scary, but just re- uh, revelatory. Is nineteen eighty four, and and really like animal? Was it Animal House or Animal Farm? Animal, animal Farm. Farm. Um, what do they call each other? Comrades. What are these feminists calling uh, people that? Well, if you're going to be an ally. Yeah. It's the same word. It's the same wording. It's the same, like, Bill Maher, just in that video, he he really did, he was on point. Rape and sexual misconduct are, are you know, way different in, in the degrees of, of 
you know, of that situation when that situation is concerned. And and it seems almost like you're so you're so uh, blinded by the fact that you know you just want to be right, where you're just gonna categorize everyone as like, oh well, fuck it, fuck you. You don't agree, all right? Fuck you. Oh, you don't agree, all right? Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then and, the whole argument loses validity. Yeah, but guess what? Um, the thing that to me, what you're saying is the elite class they're banking on, on stupid. I've talked to a lot of. Uh, you know, I like to talk to people just because, you know, I, I like to see where they're coming from, what what uh, views they have and, and, and whatnot, and, and even people who we disagree with. That's just always an interesting conversation. I go back to the Don Lemon interview, and when you were saying that, that, that kind of like made me want to see if I could fi- like uh, find the, the transcript. And this is really like a lot of Latinos, uh, non-immigrant, well, I mean, uh, citizens that are latinos that are here this is kind of their stance on the whole immigration situation and don lemon's approach or at least uh his well i'll just i'll just read the transcript and then you guys can you know uh see for yourself so don lemon says this and these this is verbatim what 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 he said and then and then the comedian was paul rodriguez i, I know who he, uh, you do you know who Paul Rodriguez is or no? Uh, I'm sure. I'm I've sure. Seen him. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen him because he was pretty big when we were like uh, kids or whatever. But anyway, so Don Lemon says, "So Paul, let me start with you. We're a nation of immigrants. Look out there tonight at the Statue of Liberty. We have compassion for children. Why are we so divided in this country as to uh, as to what to do about this problem already? Oh, compassion and yeah. oh, look at the statue. <laughs> like okay, stop. So then Paul Rodriguez says. I don't think we are divided. I think America has its heart in the right place. We need to be compassionate. We need to be strong and enforce our laws. It is precisely why we should make it clear in these countries that regardless of the trauma that they've obviously been going through, but name me a Latin American country that doesn't have poor people. We have to set laws. We have to let them know that it isn't the land of milk and honey, that life isn't easy here. You know, my heart goes out to the parents that have to traumatize their kids to go through Mexico. They must go through terrible abuse, but at the same time, if we accept these children and we don't uh, repatriate uh, them, it's only going to send our send out a clear signal to everyone in Latin America that if you get to America, you will stay here. And then if you think those numbers are big now, it's hard to trust the, the statistics. And then Lemon, he said, oh, well, I'm kind of shocked because you're, you're an immigrant and, you know, whatnot. So then Rodriguez was like, absolutely, but... You know, there are ways to come up in this country. You know, there are ways, there are legal ways. Once they're here, I'm not saying to be cruel to them or anything like that. But if we if we accept, let's say we accept these children, we let them stay here in America, we give them good homes. What is this going to say to everybody else? Are we prepared to be overwhelmed? Because that's exactly what's going to happen. And that is true. I mean, that's, he's completely right with that. And, and that's not like a... That's not something that you could say, oh, that's an extreme viewpoint. No, no, it's yeah. not. It's not an extreme viewpoint. And that's coming from a Latino. And I'm telling you, this is coming from multiple Latinos I've talked to. They, they're like, yeah, you you know, it is right. Right now, almost nothing on the right is an extreme viewpoint. That's what's so crazy to me about the 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 backlash. And that's what I'm saying. I really do think that the elite class was prepared to fucking take over if Hillary won. Like, they were just in position and prepared to take over. Because to be so willing to to lash out at what? 
Yeah. At what? What are you lashing out at? You're and, making up stuff. And it comes from all these young people. Again, the video that you were talking about, the two girls. The girl, and if you guys have a chance, just check that shit out. I think it was on World Star. Yeah. Not, yeah, you could check out the whole video there. So the the stripper who's talking about the girl who had the, the, the face paint where she was like different shades of colors, she's saying, you're a white Hispanic. You're a white Latina. You don't know the struggle. You look like the colonizer. What? So because you're a light Latino, that makes you like a col like. That is just extreme. Like comparable to a colonizer. Yeah, like what are you talking about? I mean, just stop. And 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 uh, what do they have? Is is the left has a lot of these college kids and the younger generation. But the thing is, and the truth of of, of the matter is. Once people start living life and life hits them, they're going to start, you know, being, you know, having job, getting taxed, uh, they're going to have bills, and a lot of this real shit is going to start hitting them, and then they're going to start having to pay attention to what's really, like, you know, what really matters, you know? You want to have money to, you know, uh, take your kids to, to school, or you want to have money to, be, you know, any extra money that you could have, you want that. And I feel a lot of a lot of the kids sometimes in college, they uh they live in this fantasy land, you know? Oh, all this, all that. It's all it's all a world of theory. But when you when you're book smart, that doesn't necessarily make you street smart. Theories and beta males. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what what is that gonna give you? And then not to mention with how the left and, and, and colleges indoctrinate people. And then you still have rock stars like Ben Shapiro, um, fuck, I forgot his uh, first name, uh, Kirk, Michael Kirk, I want to say, no. Uh, Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk, Charlie Kirk. All these guys, they go to college, um, you know, just a slew of these uh, these guys. Politicon, when you sent me the video when he was, uh, Ben Shapiro was debating the guy Chank. from Young Turks, yeah. Chank, yeah. I mean, it was so overwhelmingly right. Like, the, the people were on Ben Shapiro's side when it came to this. And, uh, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to start basing your opinions and your debates and your situations, uh, on the moderate side if you, if you really gonna get anywhere. Cause, like you said, if, 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 if all you have is, uh, trans bathrooms, trans, you know, oh, all right, well. Hopefully you win, cause, cause really what you're doing is you're you're doing the same thing, you know, big cities, Chicago, New York, L.A., Houston. That's not gonna win you any. Uh, aside from the political aspect of things, how do you think this is breaking down the the social fabric of things? Do you think it's having an effect on the social fabric, or do you're you saying think like it's just strictly political? You're saying like. For the future, like yeah, like for an, I give you an example of, okay. of what I'm alluding to. Like, I seen this video. Actually, I know you're familiar with the YouTube channel 1791L. Yeah, where they um went to one of the women's marches. I don't know in what city, um, but they they went to one of the women's marches. About an eight minute video, and they're like interviewing different people and asking them questions about the women's march, and and essentially. Doing kind of what we did at the Trump protest when Trump won. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Actually, it was like quite similar. 
yeah. quite quite similar. Damn. Um, but um, one thing that I noticed at this women's march, and this is just sort of you know me having a a, a natural inclination to I guess sort of profile and you know kind of observe and and <coughs> gather a little bit of information based off what I'm observing is. A lot of beta males were there. And what I mean by beta males, like, it sounds kind of fucked up. Like, oh, I'm the alpha male. No, but, like, like I consider you to be an alpha male. I'm My personality is an alpha male. Like, yeah. like an alpha male, a lot of times they, they say, oh, well, that's, the, like, the leader of the pack. I don't necessarily consider it that. I more so consider an alpha male, like, like... Alpha middle, ma- a middle fingers up type of dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of march to the beat of my own drum. Like, I have friends and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and typically, they're alpha males as well. Yeah. But these guys were the guys that are like, oh, before I answer, let me look at this girl to see if, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> so far is acceptable. Like, that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of guy. Oh, it's... And it's funny because, you know, obviously, these guys, they're, they, they're very... You know, based on on their videos, you could tell that they're they're right leaning. So they were sort of making a mockery of it, and they were like, "Oh no, sir, no no answers from men today, just women." You know, <laughs> and then the guys would just shut up and be like, "Oh man, was was I in the wrong? Because he's kind of right. Like I'm, I'm a man, I shouldn't be speaking up at yeah. this women's march." And <laughs> yeah, so so that. I tie into this. There's this girl that I I, I follow on uh, on, on Instagram. Well, we actually follow because I don't have a personal Instagram. We follow her on Instagram. And what's funny is that this is the girl that was remember she was supposed to like uh, line us up with like being able to shoot at Navy Pier, but she never responded. And all oh, of that yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. about uh-huh. her. Well, looking at her situation, like her situation, you could tell that she's one of those girls that um, I guess growing up was like called ugly a lot because like a lot, a lot of her posts are in reference to like, yeah, like I've dealt with insecurity for so long and this and that and, yeah. and, and all of that. So she's like constantly working out and like all of this stuff, I guess, you know, in an attempt to sort of like build up her self-esteem because of whatever whatever she had going on when she was younger. She has that ugly duckling complex. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She I don't find her ugly, but it's just she, you know some women will because of what they went through as children, they'll always see themselves as ugly. Yeah. But it's funny because you could see that like in her profile like she's sort of craving like men attention from men yeah but will never obviously never vocalize that but the 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 realm that she's in is that realm of the beta male like the if if she is going to be in proximity to any man (laughs) is going to be a beta male so you see a lot in her instagram she spends a lot of time with other women that are also would more likely be in the proximity of a beta male Okay. So you're you're buying what the left is selling you and you're having buyer's remorse. And that's what I mean. Like yeah. th- these messages and, and this rhetoric and, 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 and these policies or, or the direction of these policies, like what do you think that's going to do to the social fabric? Like stuff like that, like yeah, a lot yeah. more women are gonna are a lot more women gonna be single and unhappy. You know what I'm saying? What's 
Well, you know what's funny <laughs> now that you say that because um, one thing that I'm looking at, and it's it's gotten quite annoying because like it's everywhere now. All these guys doing like the commentary on those uh, sex dolls. Oh yeah, <laughs> like literally everywhere. Yeah, and like the the whole message from from the, the from, from every guy that's done it is like, watch out, women, we're tired of your shit. Um, I feel like it's funny and it's it's hilarious. I'm kind of tired of it because it's like the same shit over and over. But I somewhere in that it tells me that men are just gonna be men, and there's gonna be those beta males or those guys that you know they're gonna fall into this whole slew of dumbass shit. But it's gonna be as a matter of fact. When when you debated, uh, or really really like, uh, you had a conversation about the feminism stuff. You guys were, um, it was Alicia, uh, Alicia Swiss. She said something. She's like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know if she said it on the podcast or like when we were or before we started filming or something. But she was like, I, I think she 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 did say it on the podcast. She's like, yeah, you know, I've been with the guy that you know, like the cool guy with the Levi's and smoking the, mo-. you know, what I'm saying like, yeah. You, so, so you're saying that you gave in to what you're against, right? Right. So women really, at the end of the day... Did he slap the fuck out of you? Because like, <laughs> that's like, you, you yeah. naturally kind of think of that. Yeah, it's like, it, I was like, yeah. In my head, I was like, well, technically, you kind of went against really like what you don't agree with. So that just tells me one thing. Women do want that. And... Uh, Right, because the, be the one- ones that are in the realm of the beta male and have the beta male around them in in flocks, yeah. you know, or so it would seem, don't seem to pick any of them. Yeah, and you know where, where we're at right now because yeah, in 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 um, in all seriousness, the question that you just asked me, yes, I do feel that it does affect it, but I feel it's like two thousand eight. It's a recession. Where are these real motherfuckers? Like, cause the real motherfuckers are gonna thrive in in this environment. Like, we're gonna thrive because like none of this shit fucking matters. I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if anything, you're just making the market better for me, as an you know, as a guy who's who's on some real ass shit. You know, so so I feel that that that's just really the the approach. And then also, this uh this presidency is kind of desensitizing people. And the people who are all sensitive and shit, they're gonna you're gonna remain being sensitive about all this type of shit. But uh, that type of stuff does does matter, you know. Just today earlier, I I don't even know who the fuck, probably the Huffington Post, uh, you know, saying some some. Let me see, is it the New York Times? I I, I really have to just let me see. Let me see if it's here. One of the two, it was either the New York Times or Huffington Post are like, oh, now that President, since since, uh, (laughs) President Trump has been um, uh, in the presidency, there have been, there has been a a rise in LGBT community uh, beatdowns or like people getting beat up or violence, you know what I'm saying? So so that somehow is associated with How? (laughs) How? How, Sway? How? (laughs) Even, and even... The man doesn't say anything about the LGBTQ community. Yeah, like, please. Oh. How is that fucking associated with him at all? Yeah. So, so I woke up and I saw that shit and I was like, oh, this is fucking... Oh, another reach. And and it's just like, you're never going to learn. You're never going to learn. And the people that are going to survive in, in this in this environment are the people that are willing to change. And really, that's just, that's just in everywhere. Oh, it was the Huffington Post. Yeah. Matter of fact... Sounds about right. Yeah. The climate in the country has changed. 
a new report shows a massive increase in anti-LGBTQ violence since Trump took office. Keep spewing that shit and just keep losing at life. Because, like, in, in, in all seriousness, there's people, there's so many people here in America and a lot of this shit doesn't really, like, affect us how you think it might affect us. Yes, you're going to get people. And, yes, it does change the social fabric. But, I mean... If, if there's one thing that, that I've learned from the last two years is that once things start getting pushed to the extremes, people aren't going to let that happen. And that's a lot more faith that I have now than I did before. Because before I was like, damn. Especially come from Chicago. The shit that we let happen, you know? To see the sugar beverage tax, you know, yeah, get, get, get repealed, I was like, wow. So we care. Oh, we're not cheap. And and it's it's fucked up that I say that because I don't want I don't want people to be stupid, but sometimes it's like we we let this shit happen and then it gets so far, and um, and you call these things we we've called this stuff. We literally had an episode before everything, and we said that I think it was you that said it. You said white people are going to get tired of being blamed for everything. Yeah. Well, and, you you and I have talked about that for a few years now. Like that, we I, I we talked about it on an episode before, but we've yeah. talked about that for a few years now. Back when Obama was president, yeah. and we saw the the stuff that was going on, and and we and we said that, like, there's only so much a person is gonna take taking the blame for, yeah. when they're not responsible for it, like. You're blaming white people for slavery, something that you're you're not affected by because slavery is over. Oh. And then you're, a lot of times you're blaming people that didn't own slaves. Their family didn't own slaves. They they're fucking two generations in from from <laughs> Europe. Like how they don't have no slaves. Oh. The fuck, you know. So stuff like that. Absolutely, it it does. It makes it makes no sense. Just it, just the fact that uh, we've said this before too. Just the fact that you say that America. It's it's uh it's garbage because of how it was started and all this bullshit and you know, oh it's history is rooted in you know, the No, that's actually humanity. There's been slavery everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's been you know, someone somewhere and, and, and we're the only country you know. we're the only country that that has been advanced enough to actually correct its mix its mistakes. Because there's some countries that the same they're still making the same mistakes that they made since the beginning of time. Yeah. So you know where where's the credit for that? Yeah, and to and, me that oh go ahead and and go what were you gonna say? And to me the biggest thing uh, when it comes to all of this because we do take a very harsh stance when it comes not not even a harsh stance but what people would per- perceive to be a harsh stance on on this whole uh, racism situation and this uh, just race in general. But that's because you have to value yourself, right? I'm a Latino. You're Afro-Latino. Like, we need to value ourselves to become better people. We don't... You're not valuing yourself when you look at someone and then jealousy consumes you and then you want to try and find every single excuse in the world to to, to tell yourself that this is why this person is better off than me. First of all, that person does not matter. You matter. Take care of yourself. Focus on yourself. This is chess... It ain't checkers. So that that's to me, that's where we are sometimes. 
when it comes to 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 you know Latino and black people like we we'll sit down and and we'll bitch and moan about oh the 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 whites and no 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 we need to work on our culture and become better people or and yeah you could always boycott the United States mm-hmm. like Monique is calling to boycott Netflix <laughs> oh god yeah you sent me that video it was hilarious but so so what happened okay so um, she was in talks with Netflix for a stand-up special because Netflix all of a sudden is becoming a, a stand-up comedian uh, uh, app because there's just so many stand-ups. Most of them not good. Yeah. There's there's a few that have that are classic. Yeah. But for the most part, like their stand-ups are, are pretty shitty. And so probably what was going to contribute to the rest of the pile of shit was Monique's special, which they offered her $500,000 for, half a million dollars. And because of that, she claims that Netflix is gender and racist, gender and racial biased because she believes that she is the, the most highly decorated comedian alive. I don't yeah. even know where to start because... Sweet mother of God. She is no Chappelle. She is no Chris Rock. There's nothing. <laughs> need I say more? Like, she, and, 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 and really, those two are only getting compared to her because she compared them. She brought them into the, to the picture because she talked about how they got $20 million yeah. for their stand-up specials. But you're not them. Yeah. Your, market, your market value is, is, is not that high. And I mean, I'm sure Monique does have fans, but I'm not one. Like, I don't give a fuck if she has a stand-up special or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And and the one thing that was shocking, because to me she's just garbage, is uh, Amy Schumer getting paid eleven million. Yeah, but, that that's crazy. That's crazy. But she, it, it's kind of like to me the way I look at that Amy Schumer thing is how I look at a lot of shit that's going on, like in music. Like, the shit is garbage, but, like, people are buying it, listening to it. So, I mean, if the market is there, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But at least, at at very least, the market is there. And and that's one thing I can say about Amy Schumer, despite, like, her being, like, awful and fucking not attractive. Oh, here we go, the feminist. Oh, what does attraction have to do with it? All that shit. But just, I'm just saying, like, there's nothing appealing about it. Like, at very least, if you're not funny... Like Kim Kardashian, she's not funny, but she's pretty attractive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like Amy Schumer, she's neither. She's neither, in my opinion. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah. But I do recognize that for some crazy, strange reason, unknown to me, she has a market. Yeah. I don't see that with Monique. And 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 if and if Monique does have a market, it's it's a lot to a, a much lesser degree. So understand that and recognize that. And then sometimes that's, to me, that's bad business. And I think all she's doing is really hurting her career because if you're that confident in yourself. It's one special. Take the one special, get busy. And the next time they're going to probably offer you as much as if if it's that great and it's as great as you claim that it will be and you claim that you're worth. Yeah. Then they're gonna offer you more than Chappelle and Chris Rock because you've proven yourself. Yeah. Because now all you're doing is shutting the door 
on 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 an opportunity because people clearly show that that boycott shit doesn't work. Oh, boycott this, nobody does it. Oh, boycott yeah. that, nobody does it. Like, but, but Monique's been out of the game for a while. I mean, there was a time where she was pretty big with the uh, the women. Uh, I I forget like the women uh, Def Jam women of comedy or something like that. That was at her peak. You're not at your peak anymore. You gotta you gotta understand your career. And then also like sometimes again we go back to the whole chess thing. You know, you're just, it's one special. If that one special brings in a shitload of people. Netflix will pay up. This is a business. You know, like yeah. damn. Okay, they have everything to gain by p- cutting you that check. Yeah, and and that's it. You know, um, she does have an audience. But but no, you're not Amy. Sh- Amy Schumer right now is at her peak when it comes to, like you said, the times and what people are on. And I mean, market. I think she's garbage, but not, not obviously a, a shitload of people don't. That's why she has movies and she's all, all over the place right now. And and it is what it is. I mean, you know, it, it's all subjective, right? Kevin Hart to me, uh, he he he's good. He's nothing special. But look at right, right. he like, sells way and, more yeah, than Dave Chappelle. Ma- yeah, exactly. He makes more money than Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, but probably combined. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. And I don't find him not even a quarter as funny as those guys. But he has a market, and that you you understand that you respect that. But I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't see Monique's market right now. And I'm not. And I'm not even sitting here saying that she can't achieve that market. It's just that it's crazy to me that you're so willing to call for a boycott when you're not showing any evidence of 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 this this so-called, you know, market that you you claim <laughs> yeah. you you would have or you should have um that's like you know taking something like like a a piece of shit to somebody and say oh it's it's worth a million dollars buy it from me no, like well <laughs> no no like show me something that's worth a million dollars and then I'll buy it yeah, but um, that is our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Continue to listen. Continue to share the episodes. If we're talking about something that you think somebody would be interested in, that you know, share it with them. Text it to them. Email it to them. Airdrop it. Whatever, whatever your method is of sharing. Group, group send this. Put it in the thread. Let people know. Hey man, hanging with Apes, man. They got some shit. They got some shit you ought to listen to. Um, Please do so now. Thank you guys so much. The show does continue to grow. Thanks to you guys. Follow us on Twitter. Visit us at uh, hangingwithapes.com. Visit us at audioapesmusic.com. You have been hanging with apes. Peace. Peace.